welcome everyone to tonight's episode of the Paranormal Umbrella. Hi. Where we discuss fairy tales, folklore, the paranormal, and more. I am Kellick, and I'm joined with my amazing co-hosts, Justina and Dylan. Hi. Say hi. Hi, babes. How y'all doing? I was was still muted and jamming to the intro. What's up? Listen, we got to jam to the intro. You have to. You absolutely have to. It has... So in tonight's episode, Dylan is going to be reading from the creepypasta titled The FBI Claims 25 to 50 Active Serial Killers Roam the U.S. at Any Given Time. I Think I Might Be One of Them. Part Mm. one. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. (laughs) So I did not read the story ahead of time. So I am actually going to be a listener just like everyone else. But uh, yeah. So I did listen to a little bit. It was like a video of someone just talking with, about it and just like doing the lines and everything in their amazing voice. And I listened just a little bit and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, I need, I, we need to do this one. <laughs> Being I'm the one reading it, I had to read through it a few times and uh, viewer discretion advised. Yes. Ooh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. This has been your warning. If there's some trigger warnings, uh, any any trigger warnings we need to know about ahead of time? Because again, I have not read it, so I know there is a lot. I know there's gore in there, right, Dylan? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you get you're a little weak to the stomach with gore or anything like that, you can completely skip it. It's not we're not going to go after you. I'm only going to go after you if you don't follow our social media. But you oh. know, <laughs> speaking of social media, we have a Twitter. We have a Twitter, and I'm the only one over there. And I need y'all to hurry up and come over here, please. Yes. We, if we you can't. don't, then I hope you spill milk on your pillow. <laughs> oh, that'd be so bad. Can you imagine? You have to smell. You can't get that out. You, you just can't gotta get throw away out. the pillow. <laughs> and you can't get it out. Or or you just, you know, I hope one day when you're eating snacks, you spill crumbs in your bed and you just oh. can't get them out. You just, you're shaking your bed so much and you still feel it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't make a comment because the only joke popped in my head is not appropriate. Ooh, <laughs> oh, Dylan. This is not All that right. kind of podcast. I have some class. <laughs> some. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Dylan, whenever you're ready, if you want to go ahead and get started. All right, no pressure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got this. You got this. And action. The FBI claims 25 to 50 active serial killers roam the U.S. at any given time. I think I might be one of them. My decision to write this, and the reason I believe this to be true, really comes from the combination of many different events and occurrences from throughout my life. For me, it's a lot, for a lot of reasons. I'm not sure if I told, I am sure if I told people I know and associate with, more than one of them would likely agree with my hypothesis. But I'll let you be the judge, and I'll allow you to decide for yourself. First, the introductions, I suppose. I'm only going to refer to myself as D. Trust me when I say it's not for my sake, nor for the authority's sake, that I do this. 
only for reasons pertaining to my network of personal and personal relationships do I even bother. I'm a white male, 36 years young. I'm of average height and build. I don't think I stand out in a crowd, but I've heard otherwise before. Just depends on the set of eyes I'm being observed through, and the particular mind behind them, I suppose. I was born in an ordinary hospital, in an ordinary town, in an ordinary state. I'm a Gemini. I grew up in an ordinary neighborhood, in a little blue house. I was raised mostly by my grandparents, and they legally adopted me when I was seven. My grandfather was sick half the time I knew him. Cancer. Started in the bladder and worked its way to its brain. He died when I was ten going on eleven. After he died, we went on a trip across the country. It was my grandmother, one of my uncles, my brother and I on the trip. We went to the most n- most notable spots across the country. Why she would wait until he died to travel like that, I don't know. But I've always wondered about that. Growing up, I always had an air rifle. I would lay out in the yard for hours shooting birds and squirrels from their respective perches. Felt like a sniper in the military, staring down the scope, scanning for my targets. One time I laid up in the attic of a rental house we owned next door to my own. I laid up there for half the day shooting the pigeons as they flew into land inside the edge of the roof. They'd fly in and fall out flapping wildly, landing landing on the ground to flop for a few fort seconds before succumbing. It snowed heavily that weekend, and there was a thick, fresh buildup of snow on the ground. It was more than ankle deep, I know that. When I finally came down from that bird crap soaked addict with my trusty air rifle, I exited the back door. I saw three quarters away around the house the pigeons had flopped and bled crazily after I shot them. It was a crimson border of horror surrounding the house on three sides. One of the birds had landed alive. Well, enough so to hobble around like a drunkard. My best friend growing up supplied a bottle of cologne. We then proceeded to douse it and light it on fire. The wounded wounded bird ran like its life depended on it, flames flicking wildly behind it as it did so. I don't remember how long it burned before it stopped running around, but I do remember the smell of it to this day. Another time, I shot my elderly neighbor's duck in the neck. I guess in my young mind, I imagined it would go quack, loud as hell, and then run around. It would be kind of sort of funny. But alas, it was a through and through shot. The blood spurted from the hole I had made every few seconds. I guess it was coming out with every little beat of its heart. After it fell over and died, I charged my brother with retrieving the corpse so we wouldn't get in trouble for it. When he got it back over to our house, with a dead duck, we tied a cord around his neck and strung it up from the power wire that ran from my from the house to the garage. My grandmother opened the do- back door just to check on us at that exact moment. We had just begun the game of hitting it with sticks as it hung there, much like you would a piñata. <laughs> Needless to say, she lost her shit on us. And she lost her shit again when she came out to find my brother sawing away at the hard chest plate of a pigeon on her fancy glass top patio table nonetheless. That was another good switching we received on that day. Even earlier, I remember being about seven. Or was it eight? Anyway, when I talked my younger cousin into 
putting a fork in one of the light sockets. It most likely would have killed him. And that was the only time I can ever remember that my grandfather would whip the hell out of me. On the subject of my grandfather, the bird-killing fascination didn't really surprise me none. The earliest vivid memory I have is of my grandfather taking a bird nest out of the roof. He placed it the placed the two pink baby birds on the cinder block behind their garage. He made me stand there with him and shot them both. And the second one completely disappeared into a pink mist and speckled my face. I remember it felt wet and cool. Like the sensation of somebody getting their hand good and wet and flicking their fingers at you. I also remember two other events worth mentioning from my childhood. We discovered a frozen cat, dead, stuck under the snow, and that snow and ice in my neighbor's front yard. We kicked at it until it pried loose from the frozen lawn with a ripping sound. Then we kicked it back and forth in that same very same yard. We did that until its skull shone through. Next thing we did was tie an old shoelace around its neck and drag it to the tree line. We buried it there. Named it Snowball. I also remember kicking an opossum around like five blocks. My friend threw it at a laundromat window and it smacked the front glass doors, leaving a weird bloody mark on the glass. I also remember letting a pit bull uh, I had named Rocky pounce on one too. The dog tore its bottom jaw off until it was just hanging by a thread of meat. It dragged its jaw back behind it as it dragged itself across the street towards the woods. I made my friend stomp it out of its misery. I remember a lot of things, but I know deep down I'm forgetting the worst of it somehow. I recently looked into the past to try and find correlations. Once I started to suspect myself, you know. I found an article from when I was 10 years old. It was from an Arizona-based newspaper. Young boy, seven, went missing from a visitor center near the Grand Canyon. We visited there when we went on that big trip when I was little. But I don't remember much more than collecting rocks and souvenirs with my brother. There are other s- several strange articles of the same nature found right in my hometown. Throughout my life, there have been disappearings here, disappearances here. A murder or two there. Never paid a minute of thought of it past reading about it. Maybe joked with someone about it being a killer on the loose. Or Bigfoot kidnapping somebody. But nothing ever really clicked that made me feel or suspect myself. Not until recently. I was definitely a tough kid. And I definitely had a violent streak. Got into 50 fist fights for 50 different reasons. None of them worth the damage I did to them. I got my heart crushed by a few different girls coming through my teenage and adult stages. When I was 21, I had such a blowout with the mother of my first two children that we got into a fist fight. The fight got me thrown in jail for over a year. I was on suicide watch for four months of that. I was broken over her. Over what I'd done and over losing my kids for a long time. She may have started the fist fight, but that gave me no reason to respond so violently. I fought with my brother every two weeks, it seemed. Fought with my friends. I still managed to turn out a decent guy, for all it's worth. I'd stand up to a bully in a microsecond for anyone that needed me to. I would run headfirst into a burning building to save a kitten. Well, and for the adrenaline rust that comes with it. I've always been well-liked. Never had a problem with the ladies. 
made friends without any effort. I've always been able to adapt to any environment quickly and effortlessly. I'm smart, and I suffer from a serious ego. Arrogant to a fault. <laughs> I wish I could explain it better to you, but I can't quite put my finger on it. It's like trying to grab fistful of smoke. I know, I know there's something, something I'm forgetting. And things keep happening to me that, happening around me that just make me feel like I'm in an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. I can almost hear Robert Stack narrating my life. The harder I listen and focus, though, the more scrambled the narration gets. The most recent development has caused me to reflect differently on my life. To look onto myself in a different light. They've started finding bodies again. And there are several people who have gone missing in the last couple of years within a hundred miles of me. I don't know what to think or what to do. I feel as if the older I get, the more of me, the, the dark side inside, is starting to control my life. The more time that goes by, the more time he gets behind the wheel of my mind. I'm starting to lose time. I can't remember if I've slept or not. Hell, or how long I've slept when I find myself waking. Or I find myself coming to with that sensation where you feel like you're falling and wake startled, out of breath. The only thing I am sure of is that I'm positively unsure about everything up to this point in my life. I'm going to use this as a way to sort sort of keep track of events. You know, keep an eye on myself. And if nothing else, I hope I can get some sort of therapeutic relief from writing it all down. I've started to pray at night, though. Pray that I'm not an evil person. Pray that I'm not suffering some kind of psychotic split personality syndrome. That there isn't some other version of me out there. In the night, preying on victims. Hunting down prey like a predator from some deep in the forest thing. That there isn't this wildly vicious side of me out there somewhere. Sometimes that just when I'm completely unaware of what's going on. But I wish you all the best. I pray we never meet. Not because I don't want you as a friend or anything. I'm just starting to distrust myself more and more. I'm worrying more and more about the possibilities. You hear stories like it all the time when you're perusing the internet and video sharing sites. Hopefully you'll never have to watch a true crime series or twisted documentary on the internet about me someday. I'm going to stop here for now. I don't feel that well. I've got a headache and a sense of nausea building up. Pray for me, because I'm certainly going to be praying for you. Especially if you live nearby. Oh. Oh. oh man. Okay, so wait, he referred to himself as D and your name is Dylan. Bum bum bum. Okay, y'all, I think that's gonna be the last podcast I joined. Um it was nice knowing all of you. I appreciate y'all. I'm gonna be moving. Don't ask me where I'm gonna be moving. All right. Um, I, I yeah. confirm or deny that I wrote this. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me move the mic up a little bit closer. As I say, it was going to be my last podcast. It was nice knowing all, all right. of you. Um, we, we don't know him. <laughs> we don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> 
we were mm. unaware of who this person is, okay? For legal, All reasons, right. for legal reasons, that the joke, I did not write this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> yeah, you should, yeah. So, okay. It was written okay. by a, a U. on uh, Reddit under our scary stories, our slash scary stories, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Now, how many parts are there to this? I'm I'm just curious because this is part one, right? There's no other parts posted as of yet. Yeah. Okay. This was posted about one. 21 days ago, right? Yeah, about 20 days. So, okay. so we've been looking around, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. I'm hoping. Right. <laughs> Maybe uh-huh. the author intended it to be a series, and then just right. <laughs> There's only dropped three off the map somewhere, right? <laughs> There's only three comments. And they're all kind of saying, "Well, you should probably seek help." <laughs> now, either he, either the author, is like you know going through whatever and just can't think of like what to do for the next part, or this is real and he got arrested already. Both of which are equally disturbing. disturbing. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So you know. I'm keeping my eye on you, though, Dylan. I'm, I'm keeping my eye on you, okay? Okay? Okay. <laughs> Insert Halloween theme. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'll be damned. Oh, no. I'm not going to hear no... <laughs> uh-uh, nah. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sorry. That, that story went faster than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to take no, a little longer. No, that's cool. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to see or hear if another, like if a part two actually happens, because, yeah. you know, that's, uh, it's either going to be very uh, good or it's not going to happen at all. And we're all going to wonder if we just listen to the uh, the talkings of a potential serial killer. Oh, right. One of the comments Yikes. was suggesting that it could possibly be demon related. So, oh, oh, okay, that's great. So it's not, more. but it's great. Okay, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, uh, right. You know what is great? No dad jokes. You know what yes. is great? Dad jokes. I already said this before we even started the podcast, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what's the best thing about Switzerland? What's that? I don't really know, but the flag is a big plus. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> but I'm... T- <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for another one. Where do you learn to make a banana split? Sunday school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. I'm done. And the, and the made up words of Uncle Iroh because I made up the meme. Once you accept that you are cringe, you are free to become based. I love Uncle Iroh. <laughs> God, you gonna make me watch Avatar again? Why? Well, that would be like my fourth time watching it. I, I may or may not. Have... You gotta pump those numbers up. <laughs> you may so... have may not have seen the show. Don't you dare! Oh no, no, I've seen Avatar the show. I, I've seen the show several times. Okay, there, there is yes. no live action in Boston Say. No. And <laughs> can I just say that? Okay, so I've been playing a video game recently called uh, Project Zomboid. And in this game, one of the vegetables that you can grow in a garden are cabbages. They last the longest, and they provide the most sustenance. So my everybody cabbages. just focuses on cabbages. My cabbages! Exactly! That was my first <laughs> my thought. My cabbages! Be- 
because like so one time we had built a base and I had built my garden and everything and the the garden was doing really well and then my cabbages got diseased and I was like not my cabbages no <laughs> again now I gotta watch it, it totally again. Totally there, there is hope that we're gonna have new content on you know on the uh, show and or movie front for Avatar: Last Airbender that universe I just the, hope the writers and producers and everything that were behind the original show got their own streaming platform. <gasps> no. Working on putting out new content. Last okay, okay. working on a can they do that for Steven Universe? Maybe. Last no, they were okay. working on kind of like a mini series thing that was going to talk about the adult gang. M. Night <gasps> Shyamalan did the uh, whole live action one, but it was. There's also Netflix doing their. We don't talk about the live action one. We that that one never really happened. No, it didn't happen. So, it was just it was a fever dream. It was a fever dream. I want to see a good quality live action. I, that's that's my yes. own. That's, well, that's what we were yes. hoping for when the writers announced that they were doing it for Netflix. We were hoping that they were going to have a nice, you know, good live action because it was going to be you know, at least non-whitewashed one cast with... and everything. But then, you know, Netflix did their what they fucking do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pardon my French. And then, I, you know, as the writers left. But now they have their own thing get, that they're running, so hopefully they got to get the name at least right. Like you right. can't, you can't call him Ong. I'm sorry. No, it's not Ong. It's Ang. Damn it! Right? And I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry, sound go. guy. I am apologizing for me using my <laughs> French. But dang it, it is not Ong. It's Ang. And Aang. okay, it, I can understand if there was a misunderstanding there in terms of the translation. If this was a book or right. a comic or a <laughs> novel a or something, but it was a show. Yes. Right. <laughs> Clearly the producer, <clears throat> I'm not sure one, um, has never seen the show. <laughs> right. I, I will say that from Shyamalan's version, I do like the tattoos they gave Aang. I do like that. Okay, yeah, I do like that. Sure. The yeah. costuming department was on point. Everything else, total trash. Yeah. Yes. But see now, seeing how they got their own streaming platform, I need the 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 creator of Steven Universe to get one as well because I hate the fact that they just ended the show. It's not she didn't end it because she wanted to, but like the show had to end on such an abrupt note. And I need more Steven Universe in my life. I need <laughs> it. Oh, I need that. I need that in my life. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get to see something from them soon. Right. That would be awesome. Yeah, like you know I what said, I would last, like? Last, last I heard while they were doing the series that's supposed to take place between, you know, the ending of Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, you know, talking about the adult so, gang. So maybe we'll see some I, of the stories that were in the, net, net, the uh, graphic novels come to life. Come to I life. hate to say it, but I never watched The Legend of Korra. Was it any good? The Legends of Korra was pretty good. It was all right. It, 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 it... The first season was kind of hit and miss for me. Just me right. But everything after it, it got its own stride. Once you kind of accept that this isn't going to be the typical, this isn't Aang's time period, this is different. Yeah, I had... Once you kind of accept the new characters and it's like, okay, yeah, this is not bad. I had to do a lot of convincing on myself that this is like what happens after Aang and his friends and Katara and everybody saved the world because I kind of was hoping that the next season was going to be on them growing up into adulthood. I wanted to see all that. I wanted to see Katara have a baby and, you know, and all that other lovely stuff. I wanted to see this. I wanted to see how beautiful. That would be amazing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I wanted to see our uh, adorable Aang grow up into adult and like 
struggle with trying to propose to Katara. Like, I wanted to see these things. The I wanted to say goodbye to Appa because he passed away. Like, oh, I know. The building, the building of the Republic City would have been awesome to see from like the ground up. Right. And see, I watched letting people put aside their differences and you know putting away the hate for the Fire Nation to build this city of peace. Oh, yeah, see, I watched God. the original series with my kids, and then, you know, Legend of Korra came out after they were older, and so now, like, I I just didn't really ever watch it for myself, which I should have. I had to watch the show a second time. The first time of me watching it, I could not get into it at all, but the second time of watching, like, the whole show, uh, Legends of Korra, I, I like it. It was pretty good. It's good. Yeah, yeah the, the first time I watched it was like, yeah, this is right crazy. i couldn't get into it i couldn't uh, no. why you do this no 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 but no it, you it, don't it, do it that no it grows on you <laughs> i did so. like the twist with the, the with anon i did like that twist i won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it but yeah like don't spoil it because i haven't seen it <laughs> you gotta watch it now you and, have to watch it and if they're coming out with new content i may just have to watch it mm-hmm, exactly mm-hmm. But you know what is great? If you know our lovely listeners were like follow the uh, social medias, you know, just right. And, um, uh, ooh, by the way, mm. uh, just a heads up for everyone. I went ahead and actually updated the uh, the RSS Mm-mm. information, which uh-uh. gets spread out to all of the uh, podcasting sites like Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all of that. And I included uh, our, our what do you call it? The link that has everything. Oh, the, have, the, 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 the solo link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The solo link. Thank you. Yes, I got the solo link there. So now anybody who goes to any of our uh, pages on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Podcast Addict and all of those, they get to actually see the solo link now and can follow us come to discord hang out with us and yeah see now now y'all have literally have no excuse i'm going to bring this mic up close and let you hear <laughs> how intense and how serious i am let me have the floor real quick hold on i need to scroll up and look at the threat that my brother put into the chat okay it, it, it's a good threat for y'all all right if you do not follow our social media i hope your pillow gets hot and when you flip it over it's still hot Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I I hope every pair of socks that you get out the laundry has holes in them, <laughs> and that you can't find a match for it. Follow our social medias. I am lonely over there. Okay, I'm giving you quality dad jokes, and you're just leaving me over there. Wow, imagine. Imagine. If you don't follow the links. So the <laughs> thing with the thing and touch the butt. Listen. I hope that you're you step in a puddle. Brand new. Stuff. I hope you step on Legos barefoot. Four sided. Four sided D and D dice. Four sided D and D dice. <laughs> oh no! That's worse than Legos. That's worse than Legos. That's, oh that's no! Because it has all those angles. No. That is the threat. Just go to the hospital. I hope when you go ahead and pour milk into your bowl with your cereal, you don't realize that it's spoiled until you take a bite of it. Oh, man. Okay, so I know from firsthand experience how bad that can be. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, okay. When I was 18, I used to live with my grandmother. And my grandmother was not the best at throwing things out when things got bad. 
And so I just, being a teenager that I was, I decided to take a swig of milk out of the jug, which, by the way, now I can't even stand doing. But uh, when I took my swig of milk, um, it was more like a swig of cottage cheese. And yeah, it didn't end well. We'll just put it that way. I, I can assume. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. curds. The curds. I remember yeah. the curds. Oh, no. <laughs> nope, you got it. Nope, you got it. You definitely no, got it. Why would you do that? Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. The, muff- the Muffin Man. Julie <laughs> Lane. <laughs> yes. Well, muffin he's man. married to. She's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I can't be on call. I can't be doing this with y'all. Y'all goofy. <laughs> All right. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll go ahead and end it here then. I want to thank everybody for coming and listening to us and join us uh, next time for we've got our uh, Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society, the PS or PCPS, uh, on Wednesday nights at 9 mm. p.m. Eastern Central or Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time. And then we've got the Paranormal Umbrella, which is generally on. Friday nights. We had to kind of switch things up for today, but mm. normally we are on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and 8 p.m. Central Time. And so. I'd like to also say, Kelly, thank you for coming and, and hooking this up for us and helping yes. us because I had no idea what to do, what buttons to press, nothing. Okay. I um, got you, Sam. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Um, we also. Um, me and Dylan also wants to go ahead and say, uh, Soof, we love you very much. And we can't wait to go ahead and do another podcast with you next week. Hopefully, if not, soon. Sometime soon. Hopefully sometime soon. Because I miss your voice. Yeah. I miss your voice, Soof. Come back, I please. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you. And uh, yes, everyone, have a wonderful evening. Good night. I hope you all enjoyed this uh, interlude away from the cryptid infested forest of Miss Fiona and uh, which we will be back with. Yeah, we'll be back with that. We got to continue that one. Mm -hmm. Definitely. (laughs) Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.